0: Money FM 89.3 Best of Breakfast The US market update with Money FM 89.3 Good morning, all green on Wall Street again overnight and this saw the S&P 500 adding 0.9% to 4000 339 so continuing to stay above 4300 gains were steadily increasing throughout the trading day and that closes at its highest level in 13 months as we see traders hope that the federal reserve will skip hiking rates when they decide policy in a few days time and we are also seeing the benchmark surpassing its high from last august and reaching the best intraday and closing levels since late april 2022 The Nasdaq Composite was up 1.5%, closing at around 13,462, also its highest level since April last year. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up around 190 points, or 0.6%, closing at 34,066. Now, to help us make sense of those numbers, we are joined by Sonu Vargas, Vice President and Global Macro Strategist at Carson Group. Sono, thanks for joining us on the show. Good morning, Ryan. Nice to be with you. Thank yeah, you're speaking having... us from Chicago, so not exactly morning your time, but thanks for helping us to <laughs> look into the numbers. So let's start with your overview first. What do you take away from the latest action? So it's yet another positive session for Wall Street.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, three days in a row. We closed above, the S&P closed uh, more than 20% from its low back on Thursday, uh, and the low was on October 12th. And we'd always believed that was a low. This was even earlier this year. And then today it closed, as you mentioned, Ryan, at a new 52-week high, Uh, the last high actually last 52 week high was on january 3rd 2022 the first trading day of last year and then we went to the bear market like we've gone full circle with this stuff right
0: yeah so we've um entered a bull market recently so that is coming out of that bear market, which you are in. I'm just wondering, what do you think are some of the main drivers you could expect for us? I'm looking at, for example, the VIX is relatively low in terms of reading. Is that showing signs of confidence or competency?
1: I mean, anytime you have the VIX lower, I'll put it this way, low volatility is good, right? Uh, that means, uh, as uh, you mentioned, the VIX, uh, the VIX measures what traders are expecting uh, in terms of volatility over the next month. It tends to go up when uh, investors are fearful, and right now that's going down. I should note that it's around 15, which is not very low, right? I mean, that 15 to 20 range is just about, like, it's neither too high nor too low. Like, once it gets to 12 and 10 and 9, that's when, it's like, okay, volatility is really low. But that's, that's not a bad thing. Uh, we've had most bull markets, a lot of times when markets go up, volatility tends to be lower. Things are, you know, by definition, more volatile when mm. the big is higher. So, that's a good, you know, it's a good sign, I think.
0: Right yeah, now. one of the int- Interesting points I am seeing is the, I guess, drive from the tech space. Just overnight, you saw Apple shares hitting their all-time high. Uh, Tesla also on a 12-day winning streak. Are you getting the sense that investors are gravitating towards some of these big tech names, partly because of their um, safe haven? values or traits
1: i will put maybe apple in that category but we really saw i think the big uh, there was a bit of an inflection point uh, after last month nvidia results came in i mean mm. this year tech has been doing well that was a rebound off of last year last year last year the nasdaq lost you know well over 30 percent right so the s p was knocked down as much and the dow did much better but this year we've seen a reversal of that but recently i, mean, I think with nvidia coming out with his results uh, I think uh, one analyst shop called it the greatest beat of all time in terms mm. of expectations. Their forward expectations for sales was just about 50 percent higher than analysts expected. So I think that inflection point. Everyone talking about AI and you know the coming surge and requirement for chips and things like that. That's pushed a lot of tech stocks higher. And the other thing I think you mentioned uh, the Federal Reserve, right? Uh this week is a big week mm. because we have the Fed the Federal Reserve is meeting and they're going to update their statement of economic projections, all of that. But long story short, right now investors are pricing in only twenty percent probability of, you know, them raising interest rates, which means what, eighty percent chance of no rate hike. Yeah, Uh, So I think that's being taken as a big positive.
0: Yeah, so there are some expectations that the Fed is possibly going to pause. Some people say skip. So that is with the view that maybe another rate hike is in the works down the road. And we look at our current backdrop for the US economy. What do you see? Are you seeing enough of uh i guess reason for the fed to do more when it comes to inflation numbers the jobs market and of course all the talk about recession where does it sit for you right now
1: right now we think look uh at the end of the day inflation's still elevated and over the last month we've gotten you know the economic data has been very positive uh so just to rewind a little bit at the end of april beginning of may investors are pricing in three to four rate cuts by the end of 2023 right now they're pricing in maybe at most one rate cut so you can imagine how much you know repricing has happened over the last 5 to 6 weeks and that has happened because we've got you know really good payroll data employment has beaten expectations over the mm-hmm. last two months. In fact, it's beaten expectations for the last 14 months straight. Retail sales have come in strong. Industrial production's come in strong. And at the same time, inflation's higher too, right? Core inflation, which is what the Federal Reserve focuses on, it strips out volatile components like food and energy. That's running between 4 to 5%, about 4.5% right now. That is too high. So I think that's why investors are actually, they're pricing in a pause slash skip, however you want to call that, but they, uh, I think they're still pricing in a 25 basis point rate hike in July
0: Yeah, so there are some expectations that perhaps we could see Inflation subsiding when we see the next round of CPI numbers, which will be sometime later today or tonight. So that is something that could give more fodder for the Fed to chew on when it comes to what they might want to signal in time to come. Okay, talking about what we can expect in the next few quarters, what do you think will be the earnings picture when you look at what's playing out for the economy? There is some lingering talk about a recession around the corner. There are also concerns about pressure on margins. What type of growth are you seeing for businesses um, down the road?
1: I think uh, a good place to look at is the uh, EPS estimates. And right now, earnings estimates are actually going up, right? They went up a lot in the first half of last year or first half of 2022, and then they sort of crashed down. And then this year, after actually February, these earnings expectations, looking ahead, right, these are future 12-month mm. expectations, this started to rise again. So again, earnings expectations probably capture the sense of the economy is not going to fall off a cliff, as I said. All the economic data is looking pretty good right now. So if GDP growth, and and earn, if you think about where profits come from, profits come from nominal GDP growth, right? So in that case, if nominal GDP growth has slowed. In 2021, it was rising about 12%. That slowed to about 7% in 2022. In 2023, that's probably likely to be about 5%, maybe 6%. So there is a slowdown, but it's not negative, right? And if nominal GDP really slows down, that's when we have to be worried about earnings. But right now, yes, it's slowing down, but... I think we're just in a process of stabilisation and normalising after you know the pandemic and all of that over the last few years.
0: Yeah, when we look at the various sectors. Uh, where is energy for you right now? I'm looking at some of the latest headlines and Goldman Sachs has just cut its outlook for oil for a third time, I believe, in six months. So its cut its oil price forecast by almost 10%. And this is the view that we've got more supply coming on board and to a certain extent, the China reopening story not as strong as what they were expecting. I think that was the the second point you made is probably what it is.
1: Look, you mentioned uh, quality companies. So a lot of U.S. energy companies back in, you know, over the last decade, in a situation like this, they would be, you know, when oil prices are likely about $70 a barrel or so, they'd be talking about increasing production. But right Mm. now they're focused on returning cash to shareholders. Uh, So there's not much production coming from there. But and, you know, last week we saw the Saudis once again talk about cutting production, but to your point about the China reopening story, I don't think that's played out as positively as uh, people expected at the beginning of the year. And I think that's a big reason why I, I think global economic growth too. I mean, I think China will grow it maybe between 5-6%. They'll hit their target for GDP growth. But I think people are expecting more by way of stimulus and things like that from Chinese authorities. That's not happening.
0: All right, We will get a data dump uh, in the next few days from China including industrial production figures. So lots to watch right. down the road. We've been cheering so new- Vargas, he's the vice president and global macro strategist at Carson Group. Sonic, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.